Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show, recorded live on the fly from my car. It's a car cast, if you will. So I thought today I would answer the question that I often get, which is, you know, how do you find time? to do things related to your health. Like, Shalene, I have little kids. How did you find the time to exercise when your kids were little and you're trying to build a business? Or, I work all day long, I'm exhausted when I get home, I don't even have time to exercise. Or, it just drives me crazy trying to think about meal prep and because of that, I'm making unhealthy choices just out of convenience. And then, Shalene, I see you doing things that are extra, like meditation or listening to podcasts, audiobooks about your health. How do you find the time to do things like infrared sauna or hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatments or even massage? Now, those things that I just mentioned, like HBOT, hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatment, infrared sauna, massage, I see those as extras. And by extra, I mean they're more expensive They are perhaps considered radical by some people. And are they necessary? No, but there are certain things that are like a minimum requirement. And I'm trying to do more than the minimum requirement when it comes to my overall health. And I'm not talking about exercise. I'm talking about living longer. I'm talking about having a better brain when I'm 60 and having the energy and the the drive to just feel young and feel amazing each year. Like I feel better this year than I've ever felt my entire freaking life. I feel better from an energy, clarity, focus, body image. Like I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. And I do believe it's because I have prioritized my time so that a great percentage of it is focused on doing things that make me better so that the time when I do have to work, the time that I, and when I do have to do things that aren't related to health, I can do them more efficiently and effectively. So I thought I'd share with you some quick hacks on how you make this possible. But the number one overriding rule is it has to be important to you. You either prioritize it or you don't. Real talk. When people tell me they don't have time to exercise, I say BS. You haven't made it a priority because you're making a priority for other things if you if you if something is important to you you find the time we all have the same 24 hours in the day and many of us have a lot of responsibilities it's what's most important to you if caring for other people feels more important to you all the more reason you should be prioritizing your health and I don't just mean exercise I mean your mental well-being your physical well-being, your cellular longevity, your body's ability to recover from disease and injury and being exposed to a cold and the flu, like your immune system, that's part of your health. And that means understanding your nutrition, understanding what supplements you should be taking because almost everybody needs to be taking some form of supplementation. Even if you're eating perfectly, 80% of the population suffers from leaky gut, which means even if you're eating a perfectly clean diet and exercising and drinking enough water, there's still a very good chance that some, a lot of those nutrients are not being absorbed properly into your body 
simply because of the environment that we live in, the exposures to toxins, the Diet Coke that we've been drinking, and all the other stuff that our body doesn't recognize the way that our ancestors would. All those things create leaky gut. Okay, so number one is prioritize it. The next suggestion that I have for you is I'm not a fan of multitasking when it comes to projects and focus. So, in other words, if I'm on a phone call with my mom, I don't believe in at the same time trying to finish up a project. You know what I mean? I'm not a fan of trying to create an outline for my speech while at the same time listening to a podcast. Like my brain, your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. However, there are occasions, especially when it comes to your health, where you should be taking advantage and doing smart things that allow you to multitask your health. An example of that would be for me when I'm exercising, that's when I will listen to an audiobook. And I just will, if I, there's a note I need to take, then I just can quickly highlight it on my phone. But I can exercise and at the same time improve my mental strength. Because, you know, your brain has plasticity. It continues to grow, but it needs to be challenged. It needs to learn new things. That's part of health. So I can multitask those two things. Here's another important thing you need to consider is if you don't have time for exercise because dude can we just cut to the chase if you want to live longer if you want to live better if you want to live fuller if you want to be healthier you've got to prioritize daily movement I don't mean you need to do a hit workout every day I mean you need to move your body every single day for at least 30 minutes with intention And if you don't have those 30 minutes, then you've got to figure out how to prioritize that time. One thing I suggest, especially to moms, especially to moms, is what if you could outsource just three hours a week of laundry? Like have somebody come in who's retired and happy to be helping a young family out by just doing your laundry a couple of days a week, not once a week. That's, it doesn't help. Then you end up cleaning your house and doing the laundry in order to get it ready for someone to come over and do your laundry. But what if, and these are just ideas and it might be out of the question for you, but I'm throwing ideas out there for you to just chew on. What if a couple of times a week you had someone come over and help you with the laundry and that could free up you know, that alone could throw three hours, but those three hours could be divided and give you a half hour every single day of time that you could be spending exercising. New moms, put the baby in the baby jogger and instead of doing laundry while baby's sleeping, put the baby in the baby jogger and go outside and jog or power walk with the baby. You know, there are ways that you can also use exercise to connect with important people. That's part of health. Part of your health is community and relationships. I don't care how fit you are and how popping those abs look in a bikini. If you are so disconnected from your friends and family, your health is suffering. So multitask that. Spend the next couple of hours or days thinking about how you could invite an important person to exercise with you. You know, when I spend time with my friends, it's not sitting at dinner eating food. It's not. It's, it's I spend my time with my friends exercising. And that it's great because now we get to spend time together. The conversations tend to be a little more deep. It keeps us both accountable 
and it allows us to spend healthy time together. Again, when we prioritize our health, it means it's a priority to you and it needs to be a priority above other things. One important skill you've got to practice and develop and get better at is saying, thanks for thinking of me. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend or unfortunately, I won't be able to do that. And you don't have to give people a reason. We feel like we do. We feel like we have to give people a reason why we can't help them move this Sunday. We feel like we have to explain why it is we're not able to volunteer this Saturday. I don't know if I already said Saturday. We feel like we have to give them a reason why we're not able to volunteer this season. I mean, you don't have to give people a reason. You can just say, oh, thanks for thinking of me. I, I wish I could help. Unfortunately, I can't right now. People don't need to know why. And if they do ask, if they're so nosy, you just say, oh, it's, it's a lot of things. I'd rather not get into it. And drop it. You've got to learn to say no so that you can say yes to your health. Team building. Maybe your office staff does, you know, potlucks on the first of the month and everybody brings food and, you know, and you just, you know, it's always like unhealthy food and it's just time spent socializing, which is important, right? Like, so you're building team. Well, one thing we do as part of our team building is it's, it's health related. At Team Johnson, we'll get together and we'll exercise and we'll do that before the workday. Now, it's not mandatory, but it certainly helps to build our team and we'll practice meditation together. Now that's something I don't have to do separately, I'm able to do that and it feels like it's part of my workday and it's improving my connection with the people that are part of my team and it's also, it's benefiting my health. The way that I'm able to fit in health pursuits that I wasn't in the past is by scheduling them. So in the past, I would say to myself, as maybe you do, okay, tomorrow I'm going to spend some time in meditation or tomorrow I'm going to get a a full body massage or tomorrow I'm going to, you know, fill in the blank. I'm going to go see an integrative medical doctor and I'm going to do that at the end of the day. But if it's not on my schedule, I get caught up in whatever you know, happens to be on fire, whatever needs my attention. And things feel like they need your attention all day unless there's something pending on your schedule. You you need to schedule your workouts. You need to schedule time for meditation or time for reading or time for quiet time alone. Like maybe the thought of meditation is bizarre to you as it was to me. I wasn't someone who wanted to meditate or felt like I needed to meditate. It seemed strange to me. It seemed woo-woo. So when that prescription was part of my protocol to heal my brain, I was like, oh man, meditation, that stuff is for hippies. I can't empty my brain. I don't even have that kind of brain. People who who can empty their brain and quiet their thoughts, those are weird people. This is like, I'm just sharing with you. I'm just sharing with you what I was thinking at the time. And I didn't know how to do that. So I started researching, okay, well, what happens in your brain when you're meditating to find out, is there another way I could get those benefits without like having to sit on top of a rock with my palms upside down, pinching my thumb to my index finger, middle finger, whatever. I like, is there another way I can get these benefits? And there are. 
and I started with that. I started by just listening to soundscapes or quotes or an audible book that was, you know, just like something very relaxing while I would take a walk in nature. And that helped. And that started to clear my mind. And then I realized that other things serve very much the same purpose as meditation, including time in prayer. So then I started scheduling or being very intentional about the time and the consistency of prayer time. So in the past, I would just like, when I think about it, I would pray. I didn't have like a specific, sorry, I'm parking. Stand by, stand by. Okay, we we are safe. I really appreciate those little parking aid alerts because if I didn't have them, I'd probably run into a lot of things. Anyways, I don't know if your car has that, but I love them. <laughs> I'm parked. I would pray, but I didn't have... I didn't have specific times I would pray. And now that's something I do every night. It's what I do to fall asleep. I begin to pray and I never remember finishing my prayer. I'm never like, amen. Like I just am praying and the next thing I know I fall asleep. So I see that as again, serving, it's kind of like multitasking. It's improving my sleep. Because if I know that's my time to pray, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not spending time on my phone. And it really has helped to improve my sleep. I don't have a hard time falling asleep, but I do if I have a phone in my hand and I'm, you know, looking at Instagram or Facebook. So it's learning to combine activities and it's creating systems. Here's the deal with your health. A lot of people think it's about disciplining yourself to do these things. And that's true, but that's the hard way. If you have to like, you know, like, oh, okay, I got to make myself do this. I got to make myself remember and I have to make myself do this. That's pretty hard. It's a lot easier when it's a habit. And remember, habits are awesome because you don't have to think about it. You just do it habitually. You're like, oh, that's so weird. How did I end up here? And I know you've done this before where you're driving and you get off at like the same exit because you, you just do it habitually. You've done it so many times. You didn't have to think about it. You just ended up there. There are things you do every day that are just very habitual. And it's easier for you to do things that are habitual because it doesn't require energy from your brain. And it doesn't require discipline. You're just doing it. And that's how I want most of your health habits to become and to feel. And the way that we do that is by understanding habits need not just you repeating the same thing for 21 days or 30 days. That's, that's a misnomer. We've, that's a myth. And I still hear people saying that, but it, it's a myth. Because you can repeat the same thing for a year and have it not become a habit. You can also repeat something for as little as seven days. And it can become a habit if the right pieces are in place. And one of those is, of course, a system. You need a system. That system starts with a trigger, right? And that trigger reminds you subconsciously to do something. For example, my water bottles, I place them on my sink at night. And I do that every night before I go to bed. And my trigger is I get a notification to my phone that says, start getting ready for bed. And when I get that reminder, I go into the kitchen, I fill up my three water bottles, I put two of them by my sink. And then in the morning, I'm triggered in my mind, I have to drink 25 ounces of water before I give myself permission to do my exercise. And I can do that pretty quickly. And while I'm doing that, knowing that I need to do something else, I'm usually listening to a podcast or an audio book. So it's setting up triggers and anchoring those triggers 
pre-existing habits. My pre-existing habit that that is anchored to is brushing my teeth. If health is important to you, as I hope it is, I hope it's important to you not because of the way you want to look, but because of who you want to be for the people who matter the most. I mean, are you proud of the way you feel and look? Are you proud of the way you're taking care of your health? Or is it going to impact your family and your kids and the way your customers view you and the way you feel about yourself and your spouse? I mean, are you telling the world that you care very much about your health? Because it's a gift from God. And if you're not prioritizing this incredible gift... It can be taken away from you. Every day that you don't prioritize your health, as a matter of fact, you're losing health. If you're not improving your health, if you're not taking steps to improve your health, your health is diminishing. Like, you know, we're all going to die someday. Some of us are going to die sooner than others. And those who are going to live the longest and more importantly, maybe even live the fullest are the people who are prioritizing their health. It's so many facets aside from just diet and exercise it's your spirituality it's your financial health your mental well-being it's the things you're doing to restore yourself your hobbies your joy it's your social activities that's part of your health it's what you're being exposed to it's your it's your water intake and it's the organization that you create each and every day. The organization that you put in place each and every day has a dramatic impact on your stress. And if you don't think that stress impacts your health, I don't even have to think that. You don't think that because you're way too smart. So what are you going to do? Take out a pen and a piece of paper after you've done listening to this episode and jot down just one thing you're going to do differently this week to prioritize your health. I love you. Thank you for spending this time with me in the car. Um, I'm going to go inside now. Talk to you soon. You are thebomb.com.